yeah, I wonder. Let's talk about what's his name? Landry. Yeah, Landry. He was definitely like a side character, if you will. Matt's bestie. Um, yeah. I wonder if Matt and Jamie, maybe something will happen there. Julie. Sorry, Julie. 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 Yeah. Or Landry and Jamie, since he does have the crush. Julie. Jamie. Julie. Julie. My God. Welcome back to Talk in Texas Forever, a Friday Night Lights podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Liz. We're here, guys. This is the series finale of Talk in Texas Forever. This is the series finale of Friday Night Lights. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow, wow. And it feels full circle because I'm wearing my Talk in Texas Forever shirt that I wore when we discussed the first episode. Yeah. And you're wearing a t-shirt, which I didn't I'm even know we a had t-shirt. a t-shirt version. We have a t-shirt version if anyone's interested. This is my husband's who now it's shrunk, so it's mine. Yay! <laughs> and it's not even that loose. Don't you love that? <laughs> when the boobs take it up, you're like... Thanks. <laughs> uh, yes, but we're discussing season five, episode 13, titled Always, written by Jason Kadams, directed by Michael Waxman. Original air date, February 9th, 2011. The, d- the dynamic duo. Let me tell you. So in this episode, with the decision to close the East Dillon football program, speculation runs wild on two fronts, with the Lions being able to win state and go out of blaze of glory. And will Coach Taylor agree to return to coach the Dillon Panthers as a super team? Tammy's job offers adds offer conflict in the Taylor home as a new development with Matt and Julie. Meanwhile, Tim Riggins and Tyra talk seriously about their futures, and Luke and Becky clear the air. Yeah. Tons tons of things happened, and like almost none of what I what I predicted for for a future, but like not what I thought I was gonna see in this episode (laughs) well i can't wait to discuss that i do want to make note last week i I made a disclaimer how when i watched the finale i watched the shorter version that was on streaming services i got to witness michelle's first time y'all yeah first time watching the full 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 extended the one that was meant to be watched which I have some background information on that, which we'll ta- mm. discuss after okay. we go over the summary. Awesome. I want to give a shout out to our listener, Mike, who burned his the, the copy he had of his DVD, sent it to me to, so I would have it. Also, it is available on Amazon Prime, which we had Betty's uh, Kate confirmed for us. Guys, this was like super confusing. <laughs> Because if you go to Amazon Prime and you click on the runtime, it says 44 minutes. If you actually click on the episode, it runs for over an hour. That's super confusing. It is. What if you didn't want things spoiled? You wouldn't click on the episode. How would you know? How would you know? How would you know? So all of that to say, if it's been a while since you've watched the finale and you think you've only seen it on Netflix and you do have Amazon Prime or you have the DVD, watch the hour version because... It's way more emotional, mm-hmm. way more emotional and than the version I from saw. From what you were saying, yeah. they take out so many things. Yeah, just little things that kind of would have filled in storyline. I mean, we'll get to it, but they cut the Landry scene. So that's so fucking messed up. Yeah, yeah. Because Jesse Plemons, the most fantastic actor, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. deserved his airtime yeah. on streaming. Yeah, they cut uh, the Landry scene. 
which I don't understand. And then they kept other things in. I was like, we could have cut. I would have edited this episode differently Same for the streaming services. Yeah. But anyway, let's get into this episode. Let's start with the Lions. So we open up, and I don't know if you caught it. It's five days to state. That's the no, title. I, didn't, I did not see that. The title, title. sequence. <laughs> and the team is being asked by all these reporters about, will Coach take the Florida deal? East Tillman's going to be shut down. Uh, if the Lions are going to become a super team with the Panthers and like no one's giving information. No one's having it. We're not into it. They just want to focus on going to state. As they should. And Coach is the one really probably pushing that because yeah. he's got so much to think about. Yes. And always, I feel like any time Coach is with the reporters, he's always like focused on the next game. Like I'm not going to entertain this. Right. Always. He's always like, no comment, no comment. Right. Then we have Jess, who's concerned at this point about the super team. And if coach does go over to the Panthers, will he take her with her? And then we find out that her dad is opening up a franchise in Dallas. So Ray's Barbecue is taking over and she will, in fact, be moving to Dallas with her brothers, which you were like blown away by this. Do you want to express your thoughts on this? I, well, just was a huge part of this show for me at least I for some reason didn't have any predictions as to what was going to happen with her character Mm -hmm. and I kind of feel badly about that that I actually was she was like a a third thought in my brain and now I'm like wow she actually had this storyline where her dad's picking up the kids and they're moving to Dallas and I was just like so surprised also I was really upset the way that Amber delivered it she's just like yeah they're moving they didn't even have you pull a 17 year old out of her high school she hasn't even graduated yet and you just like throw that in her face like I, I don't know it just really bothered me um but it ended up all working out for her so it did we have this extremely emotional sweet moment where she goes in to tell coach I won't be needing to go with you to the Panthers because we're moving to Dallas and she says this was such an amazing time in my life and it meant so much to me it was like the best part of my year and coach says me too Mm -hmm. and then he's like oh by the way like I know who's over at Dallas Walker I can put in a good word for you I'd be happy to the best send-off she could ever ask for yeah it was perfect for her. It was beautiful. We have Billy giving out state tickets, and Coach notices that Vince only wants one. Now, mm-hmm. previously, we have scenes where Vince goes and talks to Ornette, and this exchange of Vince and Ornette was cut short in the version I watched. Mm-hmm. Um, but pretty much Vince has this conversation with his dad. And I said, it's just unbelievable of the pride that Ornette has because Ornette is in the bar before Vince walks in. He's talking about a play, right? Like he's yeah. talking with, mm-hmm. yeah. And so Vince walks in, t- says he's going to state and Ornette's like, how's your mom doing? And oh, I'm busy, but I'll watch you on TV. It's such a slap in the face. It is. And you're the one who messed up. Right. Your kid is coming to you. He does not have to telling you, I'd like it if you be there, be important to me. You're the one who messed up. So therefore you should be like, yeah, anything to do to like have a relationship with my kid. You would think. But you don't say that. You say the complete opposite. Like, oh, I'm busy. And like, what are you doing here? 
Yeah. And so when coach overhears that Vince is only taking one ticket to state, he takes that ticket, he goes and finds Ornette, he drops it off to him and he's like, this is like a once in a lifetime chance. Like pretty much show up for your kid. Show up for your kid. And they always have had it out, coach and Ornette. Mm -hmm. And this time Ornette just says nothing. He looks with this like smug face. Yeah. And I know you and Rihanna and we've had other people say like, we just want Ornette on the island. We did not have to keep doing this. Mm -mm. Do you think it was necessary for him? Because, and we'll talk about, I want to talk about like the end montage and when we get to state, when we get there. But Ornette essentially does end up going and we do see that he shows up. Was it necessary to include him? I don't know. No, and I feel like for Vince, this guy, you don't need his approval anymore. Like you realize like he is just a piece of shit. Yeah. And I mean, while we were watching, I'm like, just because he's family doesn't mean that you have to like force a relationship. You know, he it's like he can't make up his mind if he wants to be in your life or not. And he wants to be with the mom, but then again, doesn't because he's obviously not strong enough to be with her because he can't handle the fact that she's sober and mm-hmm. he's clearly not. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what do you want? Like, what are you wanting from this situation? Do you want to have a relationship with your kid or not? Yeah. And so I don't feel like a lot for me, it because it's heavy and you don't want to see Vince hurting. Right. I don't want to see it. Sure. It doesn't mean that Vince doesn't deserve the chance to talk to his dad. Right. Um, I think it would have been f- honestly fine if Ornette just came at the end. We would have been like, okay. Oh, that just showed up and we didn't have to have we the didn't exchange. Have to have this back and forth, back and forth. Mm. Honestly, we didn't even have to have coach bring him the ticket. We could have excluded that whole thing. Mm. And Ornette could have just came at the end of support and we'd be like, okay, at least he's supporting his kid. He showed that's up. That's it. He showed up. I didn't need the other stuff, but that's me. Interesting. I like that. Before the game, Buddy gives a call to coach. And he tells him that he needs to make a decision. He has to sign on as coach of the Panthers before state. We need this signature. Mm, now, we know that there is hesitation going on. There is so much friction happening in the Taylor household between Tammy and coach. For like weeks. It, it's, so, it's so toxic. It's not a healthy situation. It's so upsetting. But hear me out here. And I think, and Liz felt the same way I did. You know coach is going to make the right decision. So when he finally does make the decision. I was still mad. I no, we were like, mad, but it wasn't, wasn't like. happy about it. Right. It was done of like, it was like a forced choice. Right. Like, it was like, it was drilled into him like wait, one too many times. Yeah. Where it should have been like a very conscious like, oh, actually I'm doing this for my family. And yeah. that's it. Yeah, I mean, and there was also so many scenes that were cut, like emotional conversation scenes between Tammy and Coach that I think in the edit in the Netflix one that I watched, I won't speak for Hulu or Peacock, who knows what's happening over there, but it kind of just felt like Coach is being like, he's just being a dick. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he did not get a good edit in the edit. (laughs) He didn't. He didn't. And he didn't look great in this one either. No, but but at least more understandable. We see him having conversations with Tammy one after they go out to dinner and they discuss with Matt and Julie, which we'll get to. She goes outside because she's upset and he follows after her to like console her. And she says, it's my turn. 
that wasn't. That killed me. Right. Like how many times do we have to say it? And then what killed me is after the dinner, when they go home and they're hanging, they're sitting in their living room and he's like, on the couch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he says, what are we going to do about this? And she says, I'm going to turn down the job. And he says, okay. Yeah. Oh, your wife is so distraught and upset that she has to make this decision and you are just going to say, okay. Mm -hmm. Like you, and he's like, I would love for you to talk to me about it. She's like, I have been talking to you about it. Right. You have not responded other than I need to leave. I'm not ready for this conversation. I want it this way. That's not a conversation. You're just being talked at. Right. And leaving. Yeah. And now you're like, well, we need to talk about it. You've been needing to talk about it this whole time and you refuse to talk about it. And then you have at the dinner, you know, you hear how Julie gives her take on like, you guys are my inspiration. Role models, yep. And, and, and uh, Coach is like, you know, in a marriage, it's maturity and listening to each other. Mm-hmm. And so all of this is like, Tammy's just like, sure, keep piling it on. And Practice what you preach. Like, mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it takes Buddy's call early in the morning and for Coach to get out of bed and finally like see the, the offer letter on the table for him to be like, oh, shit. This, that was the catalyst. It doesn't make sense. I don't know if it's seeing is believing. <laughs> Just like Santa Claus. I guess right? maybe he's like, oh, maybe it's not as like as serious as I thought it like he thought it was less serious than it actually is. Maybe yeah. for some reason he built it up in his head like, oh, they sort of offered her the job. Not like she but it's just it really gets me because she has stated multiple times, I really want to take this job. Mm-hmm. I really want this job. Mm-hmm. I want it. It's my turn. How many times does a wife have to say that to her partner? For them to listen. Yeah. And again, he's so caught up in state, in the budget. I know. It's all bad timing. It's all bad, right? It's all bad. It's all bad. But, you know, that's life. It is. It's not perfect. Yeah. And he's just, like I said last week, like it's always going to be the next thing with him. He's always going to be like, oh, I can't. We have to talk about this later because I have this to deal with. He's just not good at hard situations. Right. But he gets this light bulb moment of oh my god yeah obviously i have to do this for my wife and so he rushes to the mall because tammy is taking gracie bell to meet santa and he scares her half to death gracie gets her cute picture and then he says will you take me to philadelphia and she and she was really accepting of it and i was still like no I'm really upset. If your partner showed up, this is kind of a grand gesture in a way. I get that. I get that. And you're like, finally, honey, you have reached Mm -hmm. the right decision. Mm -hmm. You still would have been mad, huh? A little bit. Yeah. Okay. Me watching it. Sure. As a third party perspective. Yeah. I was still like, well, geez, it took you long enough. We get this beautiful montage of the gameplay. Yeah. And I love that we see the boys on the bus going to state and it's all silent and we just have music playing. The boys are rolling around on the turf. It's beautiful. It's like it brings emotion. Right. And you just hear like the, the, the sound from the crowd and then coach gives his speech. And I don't know what it is about prayer and sports. Like I am not really a religious person. I have my own (laughs) relationship with a higher being, Mm -hmm. but like, 
for some reason, when it comes to sports and prayers, it's very serious. It always makes me cry. (laughs) I'm just like, all of a sudden, I'm like, yes, please, like, let us play a good game. Yeah. And they go out and they play, and it comes down to a very, very close game. And then finally, like, we get the announcer, we hear it. What did you think of this choice of not having like constant sound and gameplay and it's just silent? I liked it. I feel like it went on a little too long. Did you think <laughs> when the pass was thrown and we have that also went on way too long? It was a little corn cheese. It was because it, it was like we needed to include every character that came to the game. Right. Like everybody's watching this pass with their smiles and like right. hopes and dreams. And like I think we could have done that if we had less of the prior gameplay yeah you know yeah like if we wanted to do the slow-mo with no just like crowd noises not really hearing much yeah it would have been more impactful to do that last part right than to do so much of it and then have the announcer we could have just done like in the panthers it's like 21 to 27 lions but right yeah 21 to 27 you know it's anyone's game and like you see vince do the pass and like right like a typical sports movie type thing a typical friday night lights episode right but also not because i feel like they haven't really done that like cliche ever unless i'm forgetting. oh oh i'm sorry i'm saying like we had to have gameplay because this is a Friday Night Lights episode. Oh, no, absolutely. You're talking about the... The, the actual the pass, the slow-mo pass. I apologize, got it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, f- I feel like it makes sense for a finale. Yeah, yeah. You know, in the Friday Night Lights movie, I predict that will happen. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So I liked seeing the gameplay a little bit. I felt like it was important for the Lions to have their actual moment. And then they leave you on a cliffhanger, essentially, like... Did they win or not? And we find out they do. They do. Yeah. Before we get to eight months later. <sighs> Julie. Julie, Julie. 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 <laughs> Matt is home. And he shows up to the Taylors. And he's all flustered. He can't even get the name out. Uh, is, uh, is Julie home? Ju- Ju- Julie? Is she there? And he, Same old Matt. They go to the Alamo Freeze. And there's history there. There is history there, which I love. <laughs> I love that we get to see the Alamo freeze in Call the finale. Yeah. We love it so we much. We saw a lot of Dylan in the finale. They showed like almost every important thing, except for Applebee's. I know. They not get sponsored by Applebee's and they couldn't That's show them. such a great question. <laughs> I bet if Buddy's Grill didn't exist, we would have had, a thing at we would have hung out Applebee's. Yeah. Also, we love the song, the bop, the Christmas song. That's Christmas in Texas. Loved it. I loved all the music choices. It was very, very folky good. in this episode. It was good and holiday-ish. So this mm-hmm. was like kind of a holiday. I told you it was like at holiday. It did. It was, it was a good Christmas episode. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Anyway, so they go to Alamo Freeze and Matt proposes. He wants to be with her forever. Chicago was perfect. He proposes with grandma's ring. Julie says yes. I was I was really actually very surprised. Even though I predicted this, I was not expecting it to happen in this episode. Before the credits, I think. I Even so, That's yeah. what you were saying. You're like, oh, before the credits. And I'm like, it's so early. The intro, I should say. You know, it's so mm-hmm. early on here. The best part about this is she goes, oh, my dad must have flipped. And Matt's like, what are you talking about? This old wives tale. Like, I didn't ask your dad permission. And she goes, okay, let's pretend this didn't happen. You have to ask my dad. Yeah. It's funny. 
Do you think that's an old wives' tale? Well, that's actually in our questions because Elizabeth wanted to know, did your husbands ask your father's permission to marry you? My dad died when I was 17. So, so well, doesn't mean Anne didn't like say anything to all. Well, <laughs> my, he definitely <laughs> talked to my mom about it. Right. Who's also very... Sure. She's both. She's both. She took on both roles when my dad passed away. And obviously his dad and mom and grandma knew. I don't know if it's an old wives. Did Rans ask Rans? He actually did. He did? I know. Aren't you surprised? I was really surprised because, you know, my husband is non-traditional at all. No. In any way. So he, my mom told me that he came like, you know, a week or two before he decided i mean this is after he had the ring and everything but yeah he went over and talked to my dad i was i was really really surprised i know aren't you surprised because i was really surprised (laughs) i think it's you know guys i've known liz since she was five (laughs) Mm -hmm. and i've known her family forever forever they're they're my second family truly and rands i've now known for so long and i just i would have loved to have seen the conversation between rands and rons i know the yeah the two mutes the two mutes <laughs> but not but like, not you know? not like no it's funny randy randy loves my dad i your dad cracks me up ingrid and i used to go to the gym I know. at like four o'clock in the morning we were crazy this was like couple like back in 2019 and her dad would be there my dad and, is always at the gym at like four and he'd be like stretching and he'd be like hey girls and i'm like oh my god it's ron's <laughs> Yeah. But isn't that funny? I know. Wow. So I just, you know, thinking that Randy did do that. Yeah. I'm like, is it an old wives tale? Like, I do people still, I feel like my brother-in-law did that too. I could totally see that though. But, you know, but they were, chi- I mean, childhood. They, they met when Rye was like 15 or 14 years old. They're high school sweethearts. They're high school sweethearts. And I mean, until this day. So I guess it was just like assumed that right like my dad just like uh, just automatically assumed i think he did actually ask him but yeah wow. um i know learn something new every day i don't know i <laughs> guess i go back and forth on this if it's an old wives tale or if it's just give a heads up if you have a good relationship i don't think it should be permission right because julie is 18 right she's 18 like legally she's not your kin i'm anymore like she's not your responsibility like she right. can make her own choice and it's clear that they obviously figured it out yeah you know when we see the flash forward but they're very they were very much like no you can't you can't do this you can't and and so the scene that's cut is matt goes over his speech with landry y'all Landry was not in the edit I watched, yet I'm reading all these things online about this heartfelt scene that we love seeing Landry come back from the finale. And I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. And a TBH. Yeah. TV, <laughs> like three or four weeks BTS, ago. BTS, right? I Behind the scenes. A prediction. And Michelle, I asked Michelle if Landry was on the island and she said, yes. Yep. And then within like, before the episode came out, Michelle's like, I needed to take all of that out. She's like, because I found out he is, he is in the episode. Yeah. And so I knew this whole time he was coming back, but Michelle had never seen him come back. No. And so on IMDb, it says Jesse Plemons. In articles, it says, and then I watch and I'm like, wait, like, what the 
he's not in this episode. I don't understand. I'm so confused. And so we have this scene where Landry and Matt are decorating the house together. And he goes over like, what do you think about me asking, <laughs> talking to Coach? And Coach likes me, right? Yeah. He's like, yeah. He's like, what are you one of his favorites? And Landry says something really just made me feel nostalgic of like, it wasn't until like a couple of years ago we were asking, we were trying to figure out how to talk to Julie Taylor. I know. Ugh. That made me emotional. It was so perfect. And Matt's just like, yeah, you're right. Like, uh, it's been, we've had some, so, so much growth. Yeah. And Landry says, just don't say you work in an art gallery. Coach is not going to be happy with that's like your main stream of income. So we got some, we got some comedic moments with Landry. I'm just so glad I got to see him. Same. And for you, who's been asking and loves Landry so much. Yeah, they had me sweating, I y'all. I love him so like I have, love him so much and I felt like come on, we had everyone else right. pretty much come back or make their like final send-off to the show and not him and I was like that's not right. That's not right. <laughs> for him who really was there from the beginning. Yeah. Went all this way through with Julie. They were the same age. So Mm -hmm. we got to see them really progress all through high school. Mm -hmm. And then you're not going to have this like nice ending for him. Yeah. And so Matt does go and stumble his way and try to get it out to coach. And coach is like, "Uh, it's a no today, a no tomorrow, and no until the sun burns out. That really bothered me. You couldn't have, I mean, because he couldn't relax. Like his thoughts were he just saw red. So he was just like, not ever. I know. But it's like, really? Not ever? I know. And he gets so heated. He goes home and talks to Tammy about it. And he's like yelling about it. And Tammy's like, what are you yelling at me for? Like, yes, we have an issue, but we'll deal with it. And Tammy. She's just like, no. No. I can't be there so young. No, of course. Not. Julie? He's like, no, Gracie Bell. <laughs> and then Tammy has a sweet exchange with Julie about it and shows her the ring. And she's like, it's so beautiful. She's so much softer. She's so soft. And she felt true emotion. Yeah. When she saw Julie and how excited Julie was and she holds her hand with the ring and she just starts to cry. She's like, that is really beautiful. Like, and then she probably is feeling so much of just so much what's going on in her life and seeing her daughter that she created with this husband that she has this life with that they were also very young when they got married and very young when they had Julie. Yeah. Yeah. And they're trying to make it work and they've been struggling so much these past few episodes. Like the most they ever have, except for when we saw them in season two and they weren't <laughs> like in the same room ever. What did you think of them going all out together for dinner? Because Tammy says, we want to take you out. She, she didn't even talk to Eric about it. She just made the decision on her own. Right. She was like, we need to talk about this. It's a conversation dinner. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty good, except for the fact that they were like, it's not really going to happen now, even though they technically can't make the decision. Like, they don't have to sign paperwork because she's 18, right? Right. But like Nally, they had to have like her parents' signature because <laughs> she was still in high school. That's so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. The Nally marriage. I love Nally. We love Nally. We're not going to go on a One Tree Hill rant, but like truly that craziness. was like ridiculous. So ridiculous. This makes sense though, because- it's small town Texas. They love each other. They've been together since high school. They rekindled their romance. They loved being with each other. And like, I, honestly, distance makes the heart grow fonder. So 
while that weekend probably was really great it's not it wasn't like a test run you guys didn't live together for like Mm -hmm. two to three months you Mm -hmm. lived together for like two days Mm -hmm. but i understand but also they don't have to get married tomorrow no they could be having an engagement for like 15 years Like they don't have to get married right. the next day. Right. And again, Julie, she says, you guys got married at my age. And like, it's yeah. a different time. It was a different, it's always a different time. They were a little bit older. And, but she's looking at them of like, you guys have made it work. And so that's what really like strikes a chord with Eric and Tim. Because I think, right, it's like, well, just because I did it, I don't want you doing it. Mm-hmm. I get it. It should have just been like, I love that you guys are together. Just please don't rush into it. Right. And just like maybe think about it a little bit. Maybe think about it. And then you have on the other hand, grandma is so excited. Mm. No one makes me cry more than her. Every she's on the screen, I am crying. And she kissed her hand. I I it's just she's so sweet and when she has tears in her eyes and she's like, You need to call me grandma now. <laughs> she's like, Let me get my wedding dress. And Julie, I think this starts to overwhelm her. And she's like, are we making a mistake? Like, are yeah. we rushing into this? And grandma's like, oh, I'll get my shoes. I had small feet, though. Kill me. It killed me. But it was a very sweet scene. What if you and Aunt yeah. were together in high school? Yeah. And when he went away to to, to Chicago, uh-huh. and you were Julie, uh-huh. and he proposed, would you have said yes? Like... No, like if you were together for like four years, but you were like you're right. Your well, brain's he, not even developed really yet. Well, here here's a thought. <laughs> Matt proposes to Julie. He's nineteen. Mm-hmm. Aunt start. Aunt and I got together when he was nineteen and I was twenty. Yeah. So while we didn't propose, we've been together for that long. Mm-hmm. That's true. And we knew, like deep or down, very we knew. Early on, yeah. And then he proposed it. 23 22 he was so young aunt so knew young. aunt was like and i was the one who was like oh i know but i'm afraid of course yeah tim is feeling better he sure is we were swooning tim was the timmiest of so tim in this episode hard this episode mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um he's still upset a little bit at billy for not caring for his truck but he takes stevie out for the day which i love Tim and a baby. Tim and baby is the ultimate Tim. Tim and a baby. Baby on hip. Baby on hip. Beer in a hand. Tim. Thank you so much. <laughs> we will take it. But he goes to uh, the Colette's and for Stevie to visit Angela. And then, But everyone knows that they banged. Raw dogged it. Why did we have to use those that term? Well, when- I hope you put a... A little sleeve on it. Sure. But also, like, that doesn't surprise me for Billy to say that. because No. But like the fact Billy's that gross. everyone knows. That is weird. It's yeah. weird. It's weird. It is weird. Yeah. Um, but it's very. Uh, it's very Colette Riggins though. It is. You know? It is. They're very close. <laughs> right. And as they say, it's incest. I'm like, it's not incest. <laughs> it's not incest. But when we're at the Colette's, it's very cold. It's very cold exchange between Tyra and Tim. Yeah, I think she doesn't want to get into it. She's just like, hi. It's not really cold. She's just like, I'm going to do this for now. We can get into this later. Right. And so they talk about how they're going to go to Buddy's and how Seven's in town, which I love that he called him Seven. And they're going to celebrate the engagement of Matt and Julie. Did she invite him? 
it well, was weird. He well, he of, works there. Oh, true. Duh. Duh. Right. Because I was like, he kind of just was like, I'll be there. I'm like, nobody invited you, but okay. <laughs> he works there. So he's going to hook them up with free drinks. Gotcha. There we go. And I love seeing the four of them. Loved it. I wish there was more of them, but it's fine. It was fun to see them all together. We haven't seen them together in so long. I know. Oh, so long. And they're drinking and celebrating. And Matt and Julie are like, thanks so much for like being happy about it. You guys are like the only ones. Pretty much, yeah. And Tyra's like, this is so crazy. And you could just tell like Tim is happy again because it ha- he has like a spark in him. Mm-hmm. He's experiencing family. Mm-hmm. We have friendship. Oh, look at this. My, my dream can be a reality. Right? Because all very t- close. All Tim wants is just like land, house, family, love. And He's it's very close to it. And it's just so interesting to me. Because Matt and Julie, they get up to dance, and then he says to Tyra, what do you say? Which, you never say no to Tim Rickens. You never say no, but Tyra <laughs> says, I'm not getting into this. I have my own dreams. And he says, I, he says, he says like, I don't. I don't. But later on, he says he does. But it, it reminded me so much of what he said with Lila. Mm-hmm. Like, I will follow you. Yeah. Like, I just need. He needs a push. Right. He needs a push. Tyra's very pushy. Right. Not uh, equally as pushy as Lila, honestly. Yes. Yes. But also, like, I need to do me. And I love that. And yes. so we have this Tim. And he's like, I know. I know. And he respects <laughs> it just like he respected Lila. He always respected Lila. You have to go off and do your thing. And she did. And it hurt. Mm-hmm. But he understood. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, they couldn't make it work because I guess he wasn't ready to find himself like Lila found herself. Right. And now... The jail time did help him. Yeah. And so Tim and Tyra, they go to the land and they have some mm. beers Love and they it. exchange their dreams. She says, I want to get into politics, not like Sarah Palin politics, but like Mrs. T, which I love, like how much a Tammy had an influence on her. And he says, I have dreams too. <sighs> and then she yeah. says, I've been in love with you since I was five years old. So there you go. There's the answer to your question. Mic drop. Mic drop. I didn't know that. Did you? Did anyone? Did Tim? Tim, I don't think, I think he didn't think much of it. Until now, when he realizes like, oh, Tyra Collette, you've always been there. Like, it's always been you. Like, it's like Leighton. Like, you've always been there. It's actually you. Mm-hmm. I was obsessed with it. I don't know about anyone else. This is what I said to Michelle. I'm like, this is exactly what I've been waiting to feel for Tim. Like, this is home to him. Like, him and Tyra just make sense. Mm-hmm. And I know they haven't been together in years, years since season one. Yeah. But it just feels o- almost like kismet like they found each other again and i mean obviously they don't show you what happens between them but i i think he said like if our paths i hope our paths like come together again was that not the best send-off ever yeah of like i hope our dreams can merge one day Beautiful. that's exactly what you want him against to say to you and also <laughs> mind you the scene is shot. There's no music. No. It's just the dialogue. And their beautiful faces. And, and the beautiful sun. light. Oh, my God. It's 
perfection. And they're on his land where he's like, I'm going to build a house right where we're sitting. And I'm not going to ever do anything illegal and I'm again. Not ever again. Like, you can count on that. Like, I won't. It's all we wanted. Right? We just needed Tim to come to this realization that this is enough. This can be enough for you. Yeah. It was really perfection. That was probably my favorite scene out of the whole episode. Same. The other thing that to me was like a little morsel of perfection was when he runs into Becky outside the convenience store with Stevie and they have this exchange and she says, I did the whole high school thing. You were right. AKA Luke. (laughs) Right. She's because he was like, you you don't know anything yet. Right. And you need a high school boyfriend, right? You need a high school crush. And she goes, I'm over my crush, AKA you. Thank goodness. It's just very, it's very sweet and innocent to say it like that. Like, I'm over you. I'm over you. Can we be friends? And he goes, we're family. And this crushed me. Beyond. I was so happy to hear those words come out of his mouth. It was really important for her and for him to note it, like to just recognize that they are family. Yeah. And her whole, his whole family became her family. So that's another thing they cut. Right. Like we I do know, see that we do see that Becky goes back to live at home and we see that in what I watched. But what we didn't see was her and Becky having the conversation of I mean, Mindy and Becky having the conversation about it. The whole laundry scene of like, oh, doing Tim's laundry. And then Billy and Mindy dropping Becky off. And Mindy crying and Becky being like, we're sisters and thanks Billy for everything. Why did we cut this? Why? This is so emotional. They just wanted to get in, I guess, what they needed to get in. Yeah, we leave the ornette thing. Whatever. Right? Whatever. That, to me, was pretty perfect. Me too. Me too. That was pretty great. I'm glad that Becky gets to reunite with her mom. I guess. Whatever. She makes up with Luke. Luke comes. He loves her. He loves her forever and wants to be with her. And he brings forever. her a teddy bear. And flowers. And-, and of course, her mom's like, ooh, he's cute. He's sweet. Right. Just don't get her pregnant again. Guys. Come on. I don't know why this makes why me so uncomfortable. <laughs> so if we go back to that throw of slow-mo, right? And we fade into eight months later. Yeah, interesting transition, but I like it. Okay, good. So we get to Philly, coaches coaching. We have the Panthers, right? So we have Tinkers on there, okay. and Buddy Vince Jr. is there, Buddy Jr. And we have Crowley, and we have Billy, and we have Spivey, but I don't know where Stan is. I don't know. I didn't oh. see Stan there, but in the, I said to Liz, like when he was talking to reporters, he's like, I don't like being in the front and center, but... I don't know. Let's just like pretend he was there. Okay, let's pretend he was there. <laughs> Unless I missed it. Did you miss? I don't I don't think we saw him. Luke joins the service, which I was like, "Yes, duh." So you liked this? I wouldn't say I liked it. I think it just makes sense for uh-huh. Luke as a character. He says goodbye to Becky, gives her his ring, his state mm-hmm. ring. She's bawling. Yeah. Because your boyfriends or maybe like husband, I don't know what they did. They could have gotten married in that time too. (laughs) They could have, right? She could be uh, an army wife, but. Right. Yeah. It just makes sense. That whole, like, why wouldn't I see that coming? That absolutely makes sense for Luke. 
Matt is in Chicago with Julie. So cute. We love that. They're just so cute. Matt is so cute. He's adorable. He's so sweet. We love Matt Saracen. I just love him. Buddy, he's still in his golf cart, and he puts up Clear Eyes, Full Hearts Can't Lose in the Panther Field House, which I love mm. so much. Billy and Tim, they build the house together. Texas forever. Texas forever. And then we get our final scene. And well, we enter before that. We did have Jess, right? Jess with her team. Look like she's like calling some like plays or something. Right. She's coaching, it seems, assisting. And we do see Tammy like walking around the campus. Coach is giving a speech to his team, (laughs) his new team. And he's like, you got to show up to practice tomorrow morning, 545. And then he goes to say clear eyes, full hearts. And And it's silent. What are you talking about, dude? And he says, we got to work on that. that. Yeah. And then you're like, is this just a coach thing? I thought this was a Panther thing. A Panther thing. But I get, but then he brought it over to the Lions. Mm-hmm. So it's just a coach thing. Right. Right. Yeah. But our final scene is Tammy comes to get coach and says, let's go home. And so they walk off the field and yeah, the, lights the lights go, go out. out. Very sentimental and special. It's beautiful. I love it. Yeah. All right, let's set the scene. It's 2017. You are pushing 30 years old and have just watched the finale of Pretty Little Liars. You're wearing your feathered earrings and your red coat, and you swore you'd never watch this show again. Countless hours spent on message boards researching A, conspiracies. Time you will never get back. Okay, so fast forward to 2023, and you call yourself a teen drama aficionado just finished a podcast dissecting every salacious episode of Gossip Girl, and you're looking for something to fill the void. Your listeners begged you for years, yes, years, to cover Pretty Little Liars on your podcast network, and for once, you're considering it? Hell, you're geared to do it, making you, well, a liar. Liars. At last, We Are Liars podcast was born. I'm Michelle. And I'm Liz. And we're Total Betty Podcast Network. And we recap every single episode, spoiler free, of Pretty Little Liars at nauseum. Every exaggerated gasp, inappropriate relationship, and altogether fantasy this show holds. Listen every Wednesday to We Are Liars as I, Liz, the veteran, and Michelle Newby talk spoiler free about the wildness that is Pretty Little Liars. Available wherever you get your podcasts. I just want to add that Vic said she saw an interview with Adrian Padalecki uh-huh. and they asked her where she thought that Tim and, um, wow, Tyra would be. Uh-huh. And she says that Tyra would be a counselor and Tim would be t- coaching. Love that. And then Rihanna said um, they're the new coach and Tammy. Uh-huh. So I have some, uh, before we get into other questions, I do have some articles that I gathered and finale thoughts. Um, so about the different cuts, right? We had the hour version. We have the 44-minute version. This was an Entertainment Weekly article 
interview with Jason Kadams. Oh. I'm going to link everything. So you guys, if you want to read the full article, I'm not going to read the full article to you. But this is what was said about that. So there was a DirecTV airing, and then there was the NBC airing. Mm. It was very unusual in that way, but typically both of the versions of the episodes were exactly the same. We didn't really change anything between the DirecTV version and the NBC version. But when the finale, but with the biggest challenge was about 15 minutes longer. So for DirecTV, it wasn't a problem because they could air anything. But for NBC, we worked out a way that the initial one would be 90 minutes, but that we would have to edit then for streaming services and foreign outlets. It's a lot of work. I know. And that's what you chose to show? Yep. (laughs) Then, what I didn't understand, and this didn't really make sense to me, last week... Or two weeks ago, we talked about Hastings Mm -hmm. and like what was the point and bringing him on. And so then I found this article where Gray Damon was talking to Entertainment Weekly and he said that his character actually did have plans if there was more time. We were going to get into his family life, maybe a relationship with him and Jess. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. But then Jason Kadams in this interview says, we actually knew that we were picked up for the fourth season and the fifth season at the same time. At 13 episodes each. So even in the fourth season, we knew the fifth was going to be our last. So like you knew ahead of time. Mm-hmm. That doesn't really make sense So to me. you still brought in a new character. Yeah. And then in an Uproxx article with Alan Seppenwall, we do talk about Stan and we do talk about like bringing Tyra back. So you guys can read all about that. It was just more if we had more time to explore that and Stan being gay. Yeah. That whole storyline, right? If we had more time. I know they only get 13 episodes. They only had 13 episodes. And by the time they outlined different plot points and what they wanted to get in. Also, when Alan was looking at the time for publicity photos, and I don't know, you might see this now. There are different versions of photos floating around with the Tim and Billy scene. There is four versions of this talked about. That scene was either going to be Tim by himself, Tim with Tyra, Tim with Jason. Oh, no. And then ultimately they landed on Tim and Billy. So Scott Porter wanted to be a part of that moment. It wasn't that he was cut out. It was something that they shot for an alternate ending. So they actually did shoot this. He was there. That breaks me. It's Why a good, couldn't they let all three of them be together? I know. And he said, it's a good example of having an embarrassment of riches in terms of your cast and your story. We knew the final image was going to be Tim on his land. The question of who is he going to be with? At one point, it was Tyra. We shot the possibility of being with Jason, but we felt that we had to come back to what was most right and most honest, and we felt it was the two brothers after what we've seen them go through. Okay. I'm happy with the decision. Ultimately, it would have been great if it was the trio there. Just saying. The fact that they shot with Scott with Porter because he wanted to be a part of he it. He wanted just to be a part of the finale. Yeah. So he wasn't even shown. I'm going to link those three articles if you guys want to read more about the finale. Thank you, Vic. She sent in the TV line uh, article. Uh, but interesting stuff to read. So Lisa, she says, who was, she was also a newbie. Yes, she was. Did anyone else see Luke going into the military? I could have seen that for Matt if he wanted to follow in his father's footsteps, but it felt random for me to have Luke go. And then Rihanna says she, who was a newbie, but she knew some things. She knew about Luke joining the army. Oh. And she knew about the potential for Alaska. Oh. So 
you stated this makes sense for you. It does. Like, I didn't know I needed to hear it. But mm-hmm. when I saw it, I was like, yes, actually. Yeah. But I like, was it my path for him? No. But that makes sense for Luke to choose that. Yeah. Or like maybe also feel a little pressure to choose that. Yeah. Like time ticking kind of thing. Or like, you know, his parents seem mm-hmm. kind of traditional in that way. So maybe they're like, if you're not playing football, you better do something good. Right. You know? Right. Uh, Will needs to know a final buddy update. Where are we at with him at the end of the series? <laughs> I am I am a little bit above neutral leaning to the, the good side of buddy. Okay, good. Yeah. He he made a good last impression. When he calls coach, it's so early, and he's like, Buddy Jr. is staying mm-hmm. permanently. Yeah. El, El, El Permanente. Permanente. There you go. That's what he said. And coach is like, why are you calling me this early? Buddy is buddy. I understand why all of you, including Anne, are like, oh, I love Buddy for who he is. You know, I love Buddy for who he is. But he's not like my person. He's a King of the Hill character. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Everybody wants to know were you satisfied with the finale? What you would have changed? You talked a little bit through our summary what you would have liked. Kate says, What would have made it perfect for me is if we saw Landry and Tyra interact and if we saw Billy and Mindy's twins as part of the montage. Yeah, I was surprised we didn't do that, but we didn't do enough time. Mm -hmm. We only did eight months, so she's probably, oh. Well, so then she probably would have already had the babies. Mm-hmm. But okay. <laughs> well, were you satisfied? I I was satisfied. I feel like I said earlier, like I need to probably watch it again to like feel completely absorbed with everything that I just watched after like spending like a year and a half. It'll be two years, I think, in November. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, yes, I was happy with it. It's hard to say what you would change or what you you know, how you would write it differently. That's, it is what it is. It wasn't as like, while it was super emotional, it wasn't that like gut-wrenching, sad, like, at least not this time around for me. Maybe if I watch it again, like I said, I feel it would be a little bit different for me. What surprised you the most? I was really, really surprised we spent so much time with Matt and Julie in this engagement. Um. Other than that, I was kind of annoyed that we spent so much time with Coach and Tammy trying to make a decision. Mm -hmm. I feel like almost we could have had more of like a special send off for Coach and Tammy with the kids. Like, I mean, that was what I was predicting this whole time is like everyone will come and say their like gratitude and thanks to the the Taylors for being such a big, you know, integral part of their lives. And, you know, Julie, like all of them would come out and just like say their respects to them. That was what I predicted. And I was very surprised at what I saw <laughs> in a good way. Like, you know, I I don't think there was anything that needed to be changed. If it did, I think I already said it. And right. while I would love to have seen Jason, so that would be my, my person that would I would like to see in the finale. So if you had to replace one person in the finale with the return of an OG. Or not. Ornette for Get Jason. Out. I agree. <laughs> I absolutely agree with that. Yeah, Ornette. Sorry, yeah. Ornette. Yeah. 
Um, if you had to name the super team, would you have kept the name Panthers or changed the name by combining Panthers and Lions? Lionathers, Pantheons. <laughs> they, they probably should have given them a different name. Or come like, up all with a together. new name. Yeah, but it, it, it's always been the Panthers. I know. It always has been. And yeah, I don't know. It makes sense I, to keep Panthers. It does honestly. make sense, but I feel like if you're trying to start fresh, like new regime, yeah. I don't know, maybe you could have changed it. Yeah. So that everyone felt equal. Yeah. Uh, Kate and Mike, and we had some others, which I thought was very interesting that they submitted this question. Not including PLL, but including Riverdale, how would you rank the finale of the Betty shows? Okay, hold on. Not including PLL, but including Riverdale, which we haven't watched yet, which we will. Yeah, we can't include Riverdale. We can't include, include, wow, can't include Riverdale. So out of Wonder Hill, the OC, Gossip Girl, and this finale, we have to rank them? Yep. I would say Gossip Girl's last for me. Um. Oh, I don't remember a lot of what happens in the final episode of One Tree Hill. I liked it, though. I liked, I really liked it. I remember liking it a lot. I just know Gossip Girl's last. Yeah. Gossip Girl's last. I, well, the last, like, half of the Gossip Girl episode is, like, way more entertaining. No, for sure. But I'm thinking of, like, all our other shows. Like, the OC finale is good. Yeah, it's like similar to this. It's similar to this. Like, I feel like these... And One Tree Hill, honestly, they have the flash forward, too. They have, like, a big flash forward. Right, right. Jamie's, like... Jamie's in high school. High school. Yep. Spoiler alert. Sorry. Whoops. Well, yeah. I'm not really saying much, but that's almost impossible for me to put in an order. You know what? Uh, Gossip Girl was such a big deal with that reveal. Mm-hmm. So I feel that like should be on a pedestal. That should be the f- number one finale. Even though I don't feel it, it it's more monumental than anything that happened. Yeah, no, <laughs> I I agree with you because Gossip- you find out who Gossip Girl is in the final episode of the show. Yeah, and you have all those people come back, and so while I have it on the bottom, that's like my personal like because I didn't love Gossip Girl, but yeah. in terms of like big reveals, Gossip Girl has definitely got to be up there. Yeah, agreed. And I feel like honestly, the other three are completely even for me. Yeah. They all feel the same. It's all like a great it wraps it up summary, a wrap up. You see where they are in the future, yeah. at least a little bit, and everyone's thriving. Yeah. We also had the question of can you think of other shows that had great finales and how this one compares? Mm. Which I feel again, this one wraps it up beautifully, really does a good job. Gossip Girl is pretty good in terms of like the wow factor. If it- you don't know. If you don't know, it is very shocking. Is PLL similar to the Gossip Girl finale? Or is that hard to answer? Um, I will say it is similar to the Gossip Girl Okay, finale. cool. So I look forward to In that. In a way. I look forward to that. Same. I mean, you know, some other like major finales lost. So People have so much to say about the lost so finale. You either say. love it or you hate it. Yeah. Um, other finales, Friends. You're saying Parenthood. Yes, Parenthood, Friends, I mean, is emotional. Friends is a, for so many reasons, Friends so is an ma- emotional finale. Yeah. I'm trying to think of other shows we no, love. Same. Yeah. Like even, like the How I Met Your Mother finale is oh, yeah. very controversial. Yep. Very controversial. <laughs> yeah. In 
in hindsight, I will throw my opinion out there. When the first time I watched it, I threw rocks. The second time I watched it, I felt a little better. And now I'm 34 years old. I haven't watched it in a while, but I'm okay with it. Good. Makes sense. Good. I like to hear it. That's all. I like to hear it. (laughs) Okay. So we're not going to do MVP shittiest for this episode because there are no shittiest. And how can you pick an MVP? Absolutely not. (laughs) We're going to talk about favorite character overall for the series. This is hard. Liz was like, I do want to do this. I just threw it out there instead of MVP. Like, let's pick who out of every character was our favorite. I'm going to tell you mine's Tammy. Me too. Yeah. Oh, I really could lean for Tyra. Obviously, I love Landry as well. Um, But Tammy, since day one to now, Mm -hmm. her final moments, the way she fought for herself this season, except for this moment she had in this episode where she was like, you know what? You win. She was so defeated, like I know. beyond defeated. I know. Um, but it's Tammy through and through. Always will be her. I have a question for you. Mm. How how right now are you ranking Show? our our shows? Our teen dramas. <laughs> now that you've watched and you could throw pretty little liars in there. Yeah, that might change, but you've seen that. You have now seen Yeah, all five of our shows. I want to know the ranking. There's a part of me that wants to go quite literally in order. Really? Just for the purposes of like nostalgia and like life and just how everything played out. Like I kind of just enjoyed the ride that we were on from start to obviously until to finish. But... I want you to take out podcasting about them. I know. I know. <laughs> I wanted you to take out like enjoyment level of characters you love the most, storyline you love the most, like a show you would rewatch. I, it's, it's hard for me as a podcaster to rank the shows that we so completely dive deep into every week like pull apart like there's every single character on every single show you end up like you know they're your babies and you love them and each show has its own kind of like personality and but you have to have favorites like that's insane to me it's hard for me as a mother to pick a favorite (laughs) i could pick a favorite like your favorite your obvious favorite but my my ranking like to me is yours the oc Friday Night Lights, One Tree Hill, Gossip Girl. Yes, and then whole, and then we'll work in Pretty Little Liars. I th- this show was so different, so refreshing. Yeah, every single character, every single week. Like there was every single week, I was like, no, can we actually watch the next episode? Like I really wanted to continue. It was really hard for me to stop, and there was nothing crazy about it. It was just life. And kids and family and pretty much perfect. I mean, minus the whole season two debacle, we know. know. Like, (laughs) other than that, this show is pretty perfect. Yeah. And for me, who has little patience and likes to complete things and has like that fear of missing out, like having 13 episodes, like really was very achievable for me. Yeah. (laughs) You know, each, each season having like less and less, I was like, oh, this is so comforting to know, like, I am so close to finishing this, but also sad. Right. So it only makes sense for me. Like I'd be a hypocrite to say that this wouldn't 
like that this can't be this has to be my favorite yeah do you know what i mean of course because it's different that's what i like to hear i want like a definitive answer Liz is giving the politically correct I, like if she's doing a press conference <laughs> like our kid they're actual trained. kids it's just we it, love them all hard, like we love them all it's hard to take podcasting out of the show because when you're podcasting about a show it's a chore and it doesn't feel like a chore all the time, but when you have to sit down and actually take notes and watch an episode three times and like, it's not enjoyable after that. But when you look at it as a whole, you're like, oh man, that's such a great show. Or I can't wait to get to this part in the episode. Or I can't wait for Michelle to see this scene. Like that part's great. Yeah. So it's hard. But if I had to go, all right, I will give you my final. And this could always change. It could be different in five minutes, but I guess I would have to say it's Friday Night Lights, it's One Tree Hill, it's COC, it's Gossip Girl. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. And I agree with you. Like, it is a lot of work to <laughs> watch a show and take the notes and get the questions and get the behind the scenes. But this one felt like less work. Less work in the sense where I never didn't look forward to watching it. And mm-hmm. if I had to watch it three times, it was a joy. It's so good. This is so special. Friday Night Lights is just a really beautiful show, like you said. And I'm so glad we got to do it together. And I loved watching with you every week and discussing it. And I loved how much you finally got to experience Tim Riggins. I was just going to say that. Like, I can't imagine a world where I Can you pick a crush? Can you pick your number one crush of our teen dramas? Tim Riggins. Tim Billy Like Seth Cohen who? No. No. It is like, Tim. Literally, no, it's Tim Riggins. I, I know you were never a Seth girl, but like it's Tim. Yeah, but I was a Ryan girl. Sure, me too. I'm a Ryan girl. T- Tim. It's Tim. It's Tim. <laughs> like, I never knew what life was like. Oh, I never knew Tim what love Riggins. was like until I met Tim Riggins. <laughs> and now it, my life will never be the same. Like, no one will ever compare to Tim Riggins. I'm sorry. You have tainted me for the rest of my life. Like, I feel like I am these girls in the show because I will never love another like Tim Riggins. Yeah. And I just love that now you know, because I remember saying, like, Tim Riggins. I know. You're like, Taylor Kitsch. As Tim Riggins. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, Taylor Kitsch. Like, didn't think anything of it. Then I'm like, oh, no, it's not Taylor Kitsch. It's Tim Riggins. He'll forever be Tim Riggins. (laughs) Oh, God. What a perfect name for a perfect character. I know. Well, thank you for humoring me with my question to you, Liz, and making you rate our children. We have lots of Betty Boosters this week. Oh my God, do we? So many. So many. (laughs) We have a good old-fashioned roll call. Booster of the week. You're a total booster. Roll call. Roll call. Thank you, Michelle. Roll call. <laughs> Elizabeth, Brandon, Gwen, Cambria, Natalie, Jessica, Blake, Taylor, Kimberly, Tara, Janelle, Kathleen, Evan, Kiana, Scott, Molly, Key, Christopher, Keely, Britt, Debbie, Stefania, Katie, Kimberly, Ashley, Angelina, Ashley, William, Lisa, Kiralee, Jacqueline, Michael, Jillian, Chloe, Daphne, Tevin, Victoria, Rihanna, Shanna, Ryan, Jessica, Teresa, Tish, and Allie. Wow. Thank y'all. Thank you. You guys are our boosters. Boosters. You're the lions. You're the Bettys. You're everything. You're the all. You're everything to us. 
you're our producers essentially because you got the moolah yeah 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 thank you guys so much for your support we so appreciate it um we do have a lion of the week we sure do (laughs) so our apple podcast review is from muse check (gasps) with the 18 oh my gosh yes thank you um emoji I've listened to every single podcast Liz and Michelle have ever put out. This podcast is amazing. They have different segments and I am fond of Will's Poetry Corner, as we are. that They truly care about their listeners. They take their time to answer questions in detail. I like when it's followed by a personal story. Every podcast episode can turn my day around. Listening to them, listen to them and see for yourself. They will have you laughing along with them. Also, check out Tree Hill Talk, Let's Taco See, Three Gossip Girls, and their newest podcast, We Are Liars. You will not be disappointed. I can't wait to hear what they podcast about next, but I am surely, definitely sure I will be listening. Thank you so much. Now that's an example of a perfect review. Perfect, perfect, yeah. A plus, A plus. Thank you so much. Five stars. That means so much. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, now is it time for Will's? It is. Let's do it. Okay, okay. Here we go. Last one. Home. <laughs> no, I didn't even start yet. Actually, hurt. oh, I'm gonna cry a little bit. Yeah. Home could mean home games, home team, but really, it means where these boys and men feel most comfortable. Their home is football field. The Taylors find a new home in Philly when Coach finally relents and realizes that Tammy and Gracie are his home now and wherever they may be. Matt and Julie make a new home, just like Tammy and Coach, at ages 19 and 18. Vince and Jess are at a home in new situations, but wherever all of our characters ended up, at the end of the series, they all took home the championship ring. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. Can't lose! Oh, thank you so much! I can't believe that's it. I cannot believe that's it. What the fuck? <laughs> the fuck is right? Every time we finish a show, it never absorb it. Never. I'm going to take a picture right now of us talking. This is me absorbing it. <laughs> I know. You look back at memories and you're like, oh, right. And you know what? It's like we have all these capsules because we have our audio recording. We have our video recording. We have videos that we make and yet it's still just yeah, so wild like we will never go back and listen or watch it because like we don't do that no (laughs) but i have to say not to bring in one tree hill yet again but this 23 days of tree hill really had me in my feels going back and looking at our setup or our interviews or just even our clips of us watching those episodes together and like i'm like whoa it doesn't even feel like that was this lifetime. I know. It's really weird. But it was, I mean, only six years ago, you know? Yeah. Just each yeah, each if year that goes by. I know. If you're not sure what we're talking about, we covered 23 days of One Tree Hill because it's the 20th anniversary this 20 month. 20 years. And so if you're interested in that, you can listen to Trail Talk or you can follow us on our social Total Betty Podcast Network on Instagram yeah. and you can see all of the footage from the archives and they're we have, fuzzy they're fuzzy <laughs> and also we have tree, new tree hill talk episodes with ingrid which was a lot of fun and merch and merch so definitely check that out if you're a tree hill talker one tree hill fan thank you guys so much for listening every week thank if you you just found us please reach out even We're if you find us here. in like three months please reach out i love when people 
from the like when we finish a show and then they reach out we still have people reach out and be like i just found your oc podcast one it, tree hill podcast it means so much I, like you know put in some gushy words <laughs> i don't have them anymore <laughs> or gushed out but that's how it feels yeah we will have one more bonus episode next week we're going to be discussing friday night lights the movie with my movie friends counterpart seth it's a movie friends crossover i know uh if you listen to we are liars then you're very familiar with seth and i hope you listen to movie friends because Seth is the greatest guest ever by the way you should listen to everything he does you really should and like support your girl too over on movie friends so come back next week for friday night lights the movie but this is a wrap on season five that's it on talking texas forever yay (laughs) i can't believe it i can't believe it Thank you so much for listening to Talking Texas Forever, a Friday Night Lights podcast. You can email us at talkingtexasforever at gmail.com. If you're interested in seeing what we do with this show and all of our others, head over to Instagram at Total Betty Podcast Network. This has been a Total Betty Podcast, produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio, music by Anthony Vacora.